I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Britt Barron. I play Tifa in the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and you're listening to How to Kill an Hour. Are you serious? Hello, this is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us in advance. This is probably one of the only times I'll say, if you were listening to this episode but haven't listened to the episode beforehand, maybe stop, go back and listen to that, and then listen to this. Because this is part two of a two-part special where we've actually been able to talk to some characters from the Final Fantasy remake. And when I say we, not we, not I, it's actually Mr. Midas. So welcome back to the show, sir. What's going on, my G? all good all good what before we get into the interview what do you think it is about final fantasy that draws people in um so i think it's three things that get people really invested in final fantasy one is the story like it was the it was one of the first games on the ps um one that really took you on a journey with a story and didn't hold any punches about it and the second is the characters are so iconic. Like Cloud Strife for me is, is probably, I think there's only two video games like who have characters that are iconic that to yeah. that level. And that's like Cloud and Link. Those two characters are so iconic, which is why Cloud Strife is in so many other video games. And thirdly, I think it was the first time Final Fantasy really thought, all right, we're making a game that's meant to be cool. Because I don't think yeah. Final Fantasies were meant to be cool before that. I think they were just like strategy, like games for nerdy people and what, nothing's wrong with being a nerd, but like games for people that are really quirky where they was like, no, we want to make a mainstream game that even that brother around the corner who don't even ban games wants to play. And do you think they achieved it? Yeah, six times over. <laughs> do you know what though? I do, I do like this about the fighting is because people may like turn-based and people may like to run in and and kind of have a more active role in 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 fighting in a game and they've managed to combine both fighting techniques and really refine i mean they have tried this technique in other games but i feel like they've really managed to refine it in this final fantasy 7 remake do you know what i mean i feel like you can choose to be totally turn-based or you can get a bit more in on the action yeah i think f- 15 like Final Fantasy 15 had a lot of issues, but I think Final Fantasy 15 was the test bed for this game. I think yeah. they needed to learn how to do um, real-time fighting. And I'm glad that they did it in that game and got all the mistakes out in that game so this game could be work perfect. Because I honestly believe this is the best fighting in any RPG I've ever played. 
there's a lot of the best talk going around with you Midas I like this you know because this fam, isn't something that you say lightly I don't like I am a JRPG guy fam like, I bang JRPGs like um, Xenoblade Chronicles fam I did like 180 hours on my Switch and I'm a busy man you know Jesus, where, it's like, where do you where do you get where don't you game bro yeah fam so i'm a jrpg guy and i think i don't think i've ever played a battle system that is good as this because what they did what you eloquently explained so well is they linked real time and strategy so well like you'll be like they made the real-time battling so simple it was just two buttons it was only two buttons you could use but the reason why it was that simple is because it gave you the time to think about the strategy parts and it's exactly fam and it's seamless as well and you know one thing that a lot of people don't give this game credit for and i didn't even mention it in a review either but the camera is so good must be twice throughout the I, I completed the game in about 45 hours must be twice in that 45 hours the camera jarred me and that's something that is you don't pay attention if it's working but if it isn't working it, you really it's, notice yeah like in 15 the camera was jarring like certain time you'll be fighting someone and you can't even see what's going on yeah yeah i hate so, that so, about a game. so, so that, the whole thing can spell the whole thing so that something like that was done so well and one of the like another thing that was done seamlessly like final fantasy 7's got incredible music and the music changed so you'll be going through the music will be playing and as soon as the battle starts it'd be the same music but just turn up and more excited it's mad fam. yeah when they told us about that when we before we played the game i was like i really i hope this isn't going to be clunky like you're going to be hearing quiet music and then you jump into a fight just because it doesn't <laughs> it's like it, it it blends in and out in a way that if i can p- compare it to any other game where I really enjoyed it. Do you remember Spider-Man, the PS4 uh, version, the, the last yeah. version just dropped? Yeah. When you started web-slinging and, and moving, your character would dialogue would not only be more out of breath because, you know, Peter Parker's, web, Peter Parker's web-slinging, um, you also heard that, like, kind of, you know, that kind of exciting music, like, dum, 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 coming into the background. I thought that just added a whole different element of excitement to a game. And it was something that was a real finesse touch, but it added so much to the experience. So Final Fantasy definitely does it with the remake here. Yeah, fam, you know when we was out in E3 and we played, because we both played um, Spider-Man at the same time out yeah, in E3 yeah, in LA, yeah. and you know how we felt when we walked away and we had that kiddie giddle in our stomach? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it feels like every battle in Final Fantasy. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Right, without further ado, let's jump into the uh, interview that you had uh, with Tifa, um, Britt Barron. But yeah, like, I'll let you intro it, man. It was your interview. Yeah, so I got the honor to speak to um, Britt, um, who is the voice actor for Tifa. Um, Tifa has always been a very strong character. Um, she's very hot, very attractive. Um, but what I thought was dope is um, Britt was able to bring a vulnerable side to Tifa, which I never saw in the original. Like seeing his vulnerable side of her was really dope. So listen and you can find out more for yourself. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Final Fantasy is like one of the biggest um, gaming franchises ever. And Final Fantasy VII specifically is like one of the biggest gaming titles ever. How did you feel voicing a character in such a big and iconic franchise? Um, I think that I went through a few waves. I think that there were moments where I was really intimidated and kind of scared of walking into such an enormous franchise with such a massive fan base that had been kind of waiting for this for so many years but ever yeah <laughs> but at the same time I also felt like as an actress I was really excited because it's such a rare opportunity I mean there's only so many franchises of this level and characters of this level that I could Play. So I think to get the opportunity to be a part of something that means so much to so many people was also really, really exciting and felt like an honor, in a, you know, that's, as an actor. That's amazing. Uh, if I can try and take you back to like your first week filming and knowing that you're you're going into voice for Tifa and how beloved she is and how amazing she is. How did you feel like going from your house to go and do that first recording? Um, I think I was terrified. I actually was just really scared I would get fired the first day. <laughs> so after my first recording session, I definitely was kind of on pins and needles. I, I, you know, hoping that I don't get the call from my agent that they decided I wasn't the, the right choice. Um, so I think it was mostly fear at first. And then once I felt like, okay, clearly I'm doing okay and they like what... I'm doing, I think I was able to settle in more and get comfortable and enjoy the process. But definitely at first, it was just really, really scary and bubbles in my stomach. <laughs> well, I'm so glad they kept you because you brought such an amazing um, personality to Tifa and really, really made her 
lovable, which is something really endearing. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Well, <laughs> that means a lot. <laughs> so have you ever played the original Final Fantasy title? So I did not play it growing up. I mean, I've said this. I really, I really wasn't allowed to play many video games as a kid. So I feel like in a way I missed out on a lot. I mean, who would have known that I would have grown up to kind of be in this video game world? I think had my parents known that, maybe they would have allowed us to play more video games. Because <laughs> now I feel like I'm at a disadvantage. I've missed out on so much. But um, I don't know, maybe in a way it worked to my advantage because I kind of was able to walk into this with out the burden of of having loved and known this for so long in a way, because I think it, if I had fully understood that the expectations might've been crippling and, and so high, um, I think kind of walking in as a, as a rookie in a way allowed me to, to be creative and, and be open to suggestions and really work with our directors and creative team to figure out what kind of Tifa we wanted. Yeah, that's amazing. It's almost like you was able to be a blank canvas and, and kind of yeah. mold the <laughs> character to, to what it needed to be, not who, not what people's exceptions, expectations of the character was. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I was definitely a blank canvas. <laughs> okay, so you must have friends and family who were really excited about Final Fantasy VII. How was it keeping this secret from them? Um, It, it was great, but... I, I ha I mean, I, once it was announced at E3, which was, you know, almost a year ago, I've been able to talk about it, which is helpful. And I've had people out of the woodwork who reached out, can I get the game <laughs> early? I'm like, I don't even really know you. <laughs> I don't even have the game early. <laughs> so it's been funny to see the reach of this game. Um, that's that's hilarious. Yeah. So, so someone from randomly from Starbucks was like, I offer... <laughs> I gave you a coffee one time, like six years ago. Can you get me a copy of the game, please? I mean, seriously. I'm like, I, I, we met maybe once in college. I don't know. <laughs> but it, so, it, it just goes to show how much the game means to so many people. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so I've been playing the remake nonstop. I'm right at the end. Um, have you had the chance to be able to play it yet? No, I have not played it yet. So I'm I'm waiting. I mean, I think maybe I'm going to get a code or something, but um, no, I'm waiting. And I'm okay with that, actually, because I, I was kind of looking forward to enjoying it with everyone else. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm used to have, I obviously have seen a lot of it when we were recording, at least some form of the animation. A lot of time we were, we were doing it to picture. Um, but no, I haven't gotten to play from start to finish. I also saw the demo. I went to PAX East, so I got to see a bit of the demo, which was exciting, but I'm nervous. I mean, I, I haven't really played it yet. <laughs> uh, uh, it's amazing. And you did an incredible job. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> one thing I really love about Tifa is she's very strong. She's a very attractive lady. Um, but one thing that the remake really brought out of her was a vulnerable side that I haven't seen before. How did you best um, bring this to the character? Well, I think, I mean, I, I feel like that was a really important dynamic to building Tifa and what was I was really drawn to 
because she's really, she's dynamic. She is not one dimensional. And I think sometimes, at least in my experience, video game characters are kind of archetypes. They're very one dimensional. If you're a fighter, you are tough and aggressive, you know, and that's, that's kind of it. And I think what I loved about this game was that I was given the opportunity to portray a woman that not only is strong and out for revenge and has some anger deep within her that is driving her, but she is also very coy and shy and empathetic and kind and leads with her heart. So I think what a gift as an actor to get to play all of those different emotions. It's it's really fun instead of just getting to play one note, you know? And I, I think that is what makes Final Fantasy so great. It's a great story with characters that are really well-developed. Well, I have to say you conveyed all of that so well in the game. So like kudos to you because you did a oh, great job. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you. So Tifa is a... From the original Final Fantasy, a lot of um, young girls grew up almost idolizing her as a strong, fierce woman. How does it feel that a whole generation of young girls are going to look up to the character that you voice and kind of see that as an idol to them? I mean, first of all, I'm right there with them. I look up to Tifa. I think Tifa is totally an icon and she is somebody I, I definitely would love to be like. Um, and, and to get to voice her is such an honor, especially when I think about younger girls that might be playing this game for the first time. I think it's really, I'm proud to be a part of a game with two leading ladies that are both really well developed and strong and confident and kind and um, loyal and I think she has a lot of qualities that I'm just really honored and proud to have gotten to perform that's amazing um so Final Fantasy 7 remake is very cinematic it's beautiful it's stylized um is this your first ever voiceover work in a video game um, no, this is not my first. I've done, I've done a few. Halo was, um, Halo 5 was my first ever video game when I, I was right out of the gate and kind of thrown in into the deep end in a bit. Um, but I've done Destiny and Dishonored and Skylanders and, and some other video games. But this was by far the, probably the biggest, definitely the biggest part I've ever had in a video game. And arguably one of the biggest franchises I've ever been a part of. I mean, this is massive and I think it's it was really unique. It was a unique experience because obviously it's done in Japanese first, so that was very different for me. And also it's a remake of a game that was done so many years ago. So it's it was overall just a really interesting, challenging, but exciting new experience. It's amazing. So Tifa and Cloud have always had like an underlined kind of romantic relationship. Something's <laughs> going on there. We don't really know what it is. Was this something that you were told prior to um, reading the script or voicing the character? Or was this something that kind of naturally progressed while you went on? So... This was something that naturally progressed because when we're recording the game, I don't get any lines ahead of time. We don't record in order. I mean, I might record three lines from one scene and then jump to two lines from a completely different part of the game. So I never really, you don't really have a full understanding of what's going on. 
But between my research and what I saw online, and then once we got to certain points, I was like, okay, what is the deal with these two? Is it Cloud and Aerith? Is it Cloud and Tifa? Does Cloud, does Tifa hate Aerith? Like what is happening? Um, Cause they, it is this like very coy dance around flirtation among all of them, which I enjoy because it feels like this tease in a way and it's left fans all like on the edge of their seat. Um, but I'm not quite sure. I mean, I think it's up for everyone's interpretation. But what I did love is that it was very clear to me, and especially after talking with the creatives, that Tifa and Aerith are friends. They fight along one another. And I think that was really important to me, more so than the Cloud Tifa, um, you know, will they, won't they ever date. Um, I think it was really nice to see two women characters not fighting over a man, but fighting together and that women can be friends and work together. And it doesn't always have to be a competition for a man. And I, I, yeah. like <clears throat> I, I think that's conveyed really well in the game. Really, really well. Oh, good, good. So some, some of the scenes in this game are extremely emotional, especially for Tifa. Like there's a lot of loss um for her and i'm not going to spoil anything for you you or anybody else who haven't played the game yet where there's a lot of real emotional scenes were you able to do group voicing sessions or was it specifically individual sessions so no we all did individual sessions i mean i didn't meet most of the cast ever um so yeah, you're really on your own. I did find actually in the emotional scenes, it was it was much easier for me actually to get there emotionally than it is even when I do, you know, on-screen acting because when you're when you have a camera in front of you and the sound guy right off to the, you know, the other side and you've all these people and you have to pretend like nobody's there and you have to cry. It's really challenging, but I really enjoyed actually in those scenes in particular being on my own, you're able to just in a, in a recording booth with your, with the headphones on, if you know, use your imagination and just fall away. There's no distractions. So in those cases, I think it was kind of helpful to be on my own, but obviously it's challenging when you have those fun adventure scenes and you don't have anyone to really play off of. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So in the fighting, the fighting in Final Fantasy VII Remake is just a, a peck impeccable is just the best fighting mechanics in any final fantasy game ever well one thing i really liked was the interaction between the characters um were all of these things scripted or were you able to bring like your own thoughts and and ideas for this so uh, because it's uh first recorded in japanese there really is no wiggle room in terms of improvising or adding really anything because we have to fit the English translation exactly in the amount of time that the Japanese actors recorded their lines frame by frame. So it gets down to the millisecond, which is really challenging, but in a way I think it's, I think it was totally fine and serves the game because these creators know what they are doing and everything is is so detail oriented every word every movement you know so i by no means did i want to walk in there and start throwing around <laughs> my improvised lines because i know i don't understand this world 
you know, the way that the creators do. So you have to respect the writers and, um, and do that honor. <clears throat> That's amazing. All right. So here at how to kill an hour, um, we love to kill time doing various activities when you're not working really hard. What do you like to do to kill an hour? Oh, um, I'm really involved with dog rescue out in Los Angeles. So if I have time, if I'm not working, if I don't have auditions, then I usually go down to the rescue uh, for, you know, usually more than an hour, actually. <laughs> but um, I love walking some dogs and, and getting them, you know, fed and hanging out with them. There's nothing that really makes me feel more in the moment than being with dogs that are just excited that you're there. <laughs> so I like to do that. Oh, that's amazing. So that's where Tifa's kind heart comes from. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So the plot of the game is all about what's happening in Midgar and Shinra basically um, doing lots of things to various people and people kind of being in a state of panic and, and being scared. And right now in life, we're all going through um, something dramatic that none of us have ever experienced and hopefully will never have to experience again in our lifetime. How are you and your family doing in the current crisis? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think it, this is just a very surreal time and I'm trying to do my best to stay healthy mentally and physically. And I think that there have been good days and bad days. I think at first I kind of was like, wow, self-care. I'm going to do a face mask, read a book. And now that it seems like we're never, how, when are we ever going to go back to normal? It's a little scarier for me. Um, but it, it's a really trying time. And it feels really surreal that a game like Final Fantasy is coming out right now because it is a game about coming together and fighting for the greater good and making sacrifices. And I mean, in, in America, there's definitely a lot of mistrust among our government and the themes of, you know, not feeling like we're, we have no power at all. And, and how do you empower yourself? And I think it's just a really surreal time for a game like this to be coming out. So I hope that maybe it resonates in a way and inspires people and helps them escape because this is a really crazy time we're living. This is a crazy experience. This is really once yeah. in a lifetime. Hopefully it yeah. never happens again. Yes, man. Um, so I just personally wanted to say thank you for doing such an amazing job and bringing such an iconic character alive and making them feel the way I always saw them in my brain. Oh, thank you. That means so much. That's all we ever wanted. So it's really nice to hear that we didn't disappoint. Thank you. All right, that was that was deep at the end, man. That was quite yeah. deep. Yeah, no, it was serious. It's, it's mad because, like, for me, I've been able to really put a lot of time in Final Fantasy VII Remake because, obviously, I'm in quarantine and I'm at home, so I can game a lot. But the intricate nature of this game being about a power company that basically rules government and they take on government and how they just not caring about people's lives and, and being able to destroy people's lives. And right now we're in the most um, surreal experience of our life. It's like a episode of black mirror that we don't even know if we're going to be allowed to go out tomorrow, that like we could get a, 
conference um, happening from the government tomorrow saying you can't leave your house for for, for, for six months. Um, mm. So it's so surreal to play this game that was made 23 years ago and them creating that kind of dialogue and it releasing while we're going through this. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. The parallels that it has with, with uh, this day and age is you couldn't... You, I don't think there's another game that hits it more in the head. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's totally cool. And also, again, like I heard, I heard from Brit, like a, a, a lot of a lot of pressure playing this she, character, right? Yeah, she said she thought she was going to get fired, fam. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she was like, raw. I don't know if I if I did that right, you know. And the thing is, like, I don't know who the team she was working with, but. Um, like being a presenter sometimes when you work with like some producers and some directors they don't say much like it's mm. minimal so maybe she worked with someone who just didn't give her much feedback because um, that person would have had to get feedback from Square before they could give her any feedback so she probably left thinking oh my god they thought I was dead yeah 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 but like, clearly like, not dead Killed no him. she was sick really yeah, sick alright well I think that's the end of this episode where can we find you online Mr Midas you can find me on all social medias. We're talking Instagram. We're talking um, Twitter. We're talking YouTube. I'm not on that TikTok thing because I'm not that funny. Um, <laughs> at, at Mr. Midas Games. Cool. Yeah. Make sure you check him out on all social medias, man. Also, us here at How to Kill an Hour, at How to Kill an Hour everywhere. And I'm at Marcus Bronzy, M-A-R-C-U-S-B-R-O-N-Z-Y. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us in advance. Oh, yeah, before I go, don't forget, we've got our private Facebook group. Make sure you join that. We're going to be having conversations about new ways to kill time in there. Thank you for for dealing with those interviews for us, Mr. Midas. I think it's great that we got our forefront most expert on Final Fantasy to talk to some of the talent behind it, man. I think it's... Yeah. Uh, so it's something that not many people get to do. Do you know what I mean? It took it took some jiggling for us to make that happen. Yeah, no, it was sick. Sick. Right, uh, definitely, definitely a highlight for me, especially after completing the game as well, because yeah. I think it would have been harder doing it if I haven't really seen how how deep they go. But yeah, that game. And if you want to talk to me about Final Fantasy, like don't feel any way to just hit me up on social media or if you got any questions, just hit up the How to Kill an Hour Facebook group and I'll definitely give you some advice or any tips that you need to get your best FF7 remake on. Yeah, man. Cheers. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for killing some time with us. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. In the meantime, stay blessed. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 